Welcome everyone to Functional Medicine Research. I'm Dr. Hedberg, the founder of the Hedberg Institute, a virtual education platform that helps healthcare practitioners learn how to practice highly effective functional medicine. The Institute helps practitioners improve patient outcomes, which leads to more referrals and a more successful practice. Visit hedberginstitute.com for a free month. All right, so today I'm going to be talking about berberine, the benefits, and the clinical applications. So let's dig into berberine. This is one of my favorite supplements to use in practice. It's probably one of the most well-researched uh, supplements in the world. Uh, there's absolutely no doubt that it's very effective. So berberine's an isoquinolone alkaloid. It is bitter. And it has a bright golden yellow color. It comes from herbs like Chinese coptis, golden seal, Oregon grape root, barberry, and uh, philodendron. And it's been used for thousands of years in Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine. There are a few uh, things to be aware of. You don't want to use it during pregnancy or lactation. And there are some gut side effects. They can be abdominal pain, distension, nausea, vomiting, and constipation. But these are really dose-dependent. So with increased symptoms like low blood pressure, difficulty breathing, flu-like symptoms, those can come on with higher doses. So berberine's mostly used as an antibacterial, antiviral, antimicrobial, antifungal and anti-hyperlipidemic agent. So there are many therapeutic applications because it's an antioxidant, it's an anti-inflammatory. Traditionally, it's used for gastrointestinal-related issues. Also, liver dysfunction, blood sugar dysregulation, inflammation, and infectious diseases. Now, berberine does have a low bioavailability, less than 1%, However, the metabolites of berberine, these have been demonstrated to be highly absorbed, and the metabolites are the compounds that contribute to these widespread impacts on the liver, kidney, muscle, lung, and brain. So let's look at the research. So Chen et al. in 2015, they tested berberine on patients with irritable bowel syndrome, that is diarrhea dominant, 400 milligrams twice a day. This was shown to reduce the frequency of diarrhea, abdominal pain, and the urgency of defecation, and that was just after eight weeks. So they concluded that berberine is effective in treating IBSD. Also, they noted that the berberine group had improvements in their depression and anxiety and in their IBS quality of life scores. So berberine's also been shown to induce structural and compositional changes to the gut microbiota. These affect things like trimethylamine and oxide, that's TMAO, which we try to reduce. Short-chain fatty acids improve, bile acids uh, become more balanced branched-chain amino acids, and aromatic amino acids also become more balanced with berberine. 
So another study, Yao et al. confirmed berberine's gut modulatory ability in their 2020 study. So they showed that berberine caused beneficial changes in the gut microbiota. So you had increased beneficial microbes like bacteridides and lactobacillus. There was an increase in lactobacillus, and that's been shown to improve type 2 diabetes. And they also showed a decrease in pathogenic microbes like proteobacteria and verrucomicrobia. And these uh, pathogenic bacteria um, have negative effects on aromatic amino acids. So they concluded that berberine can modulate the gut microbiota. It led to improved glucose tolerance, alleviation of symptoms associated with type 2 diabetes, like abnormal glucose and lipid levels. And they recommend the use of berberine in the treatment of type 2 diabetes. So glucose and lipid regulation, these are widely used with berberine. So it's used for atherosclerosis because it decreases inflammation. It improves glucose and lipid metabolism. It improves energy production. And berberine has been shown to have hypoglycemic effects comparable to the drug metformin. So one of the mechanisms of berberine is the activation of AMPK. So metformin actually activates AMPK, the pathway, and so does berberine. So Turner et al. concluded in their study that berberine inhibited complex I in the respiratory chain and ATP synthesis. And so the inhibition of ATP synthesis activated AMPK. Now, AMPK has beneficial effects. It's a key energy sensor in eukaryotes. So some of these benefits are improved energy, inhibition of mTOR, increased mitochondrial biogenesis, inhibition of the NLRP3 inflammasome, which is activated in COVID-19, increased lipid oxidation, decreased lipid and glucose synthesis, increased insulin sensitivity, so more insulin binds to the insulin receptor. Yin, Zing, and Yi in 2008 in their study, they found that berberine was effective at lowering blood glucose and regulating lipid metabolism. This was a two-arm, three-month study, and berberine improved fasting blood glucose, postprandial blood glucose, hemoglobin A1c, fasting plasma insulin, HOMA IR, plasma triglycerides, total cholesterol, and LDL. If you want to learn how to have excellent success with complex cases, I recommend the Hedberg Institute membership. You'll learn how to effectively practice functional medicine so you can tackle any complex case and become a world-class practitioner. Visit hedberginstitute.com to learn more. So berberine's also been shown to be effective for cancer support. It has anti-cancer mechanisms. 
It inhibits cell growth and proliferation. It inhibits migration of cancer cells, invasion, and metastasis. And it also induces mitochondrial apoptosis and autophagy. These are both necessary in limiting cell growth and proliferation. So berberine has anti-inflammatory and immune system support properties. So T regulatory cells, T regs are really important in autoimmunity. And berberine has been shown to improve T regs. Now it also will suppress Th1 and Th17 exaggerated responses. And when Th1 and Th17 cells get out of control, that's when you get hyperinflammation and autoimmune flares. And berberine also regulates uh, dendritic cells, macrophages, uh, which are also involved in inflammation and immune function. So berberine decreases inflammatory cytokines, more specifically IL-12, transforming growth factor beta, IL-6, and IL-23. And these trigger differentiation into Th1 or Th17 cells. So this reduction in these pro-inflammatory cytokines has been shown to be beneficial in those with the rheumatoid arthritis. And this was a study by Wang in 2021 found that berberine has immunomodulatory ability. It regulates the Th17 and Treg balance, inhibits the proliferation of autoreactive T cells, induces apoptosis of dendritic cells and macrophages. And so they consider berberine a promising lead drug in the treatment of rheumatoid arthritis. So berberine is also used as an antiviral. Wang et al. 2021, they demonstrated that uh, berberine uh, was effective against SARS-CoV-2. And they found uh, apoptosis, enhanced protective immunity by inhibiting mast cell histamine release. And a lot of COVID-19 patients have runaway mast cells, too much histamine. It also protected tissue damage, inhibited pro-inflammatory cytokines, inhibited viral replication, and infection. And this was all SARS-CoV-2. So berberine reduces viral replication by regulating some specific signaling pathways, like the MEK-ERK pathway, the AMPK-MTOR pathway, and NF-kappa-B. And we all know that NF-kappa-B is a major driver of inflammation. Berberine also demonstrated increased viral clearance by inducing an enhanced immune system response to the virus. And Wang also discussed the anti-influenza effects of berberine, but also berberine being effective against Epstein-Barr virus, human papillomavirus, or HPV, respiratory syncytial virus, herpes simplex viruses 1 and 2, SARS-CoV-2, hepatitis C. And so the Chinese National Health Commission now recommends berberine as a therapy for COVID-19. Berberine is also a great antifungal. Studies have shown that berberine inhibits candida biofilm formation. 
So bacteria, fungi, they produce biofilms that protect the colonies and berberine breaks down these biofilms. This was shown by De Silva et al. in 2016. There were fluconazole-resistant strains of Candida. Fluconazole is a very powerful antifungal. And they discovered that berberine was able to alter the integrity of the plasma and mitochondrial membranes of Candida. And so it was... uh, discussed that berberine increases transient pore openings of the candida and this resulted in the release of pro-apoptotic factors and eventually death of the candida. So the specific pharmacologic actions of berberine are metabolic inhibition of certain organisms It inhibits bacterial enterotoxins, inhibits intestinal fluid accumulation, inhibits smooth muscle contraction, reduces pro-inflammatory cytokines, uh, inhibits platelet aggregation, platelet count elevation also inhibits that, like in thrombocytopenia. It stimulates bile, and it inhibits... Uh, ventricular tachyarrhythmias. So there's a, a long list of these physical results. So let's go through these. You get increased energy production. It limits weight gain, improves cold tolerance, enhances brown adipose tissue activity, improves joint health. So it reduces uric acid levels and uric acid excretion improves insulin sensitivity and glucose tolerance. It reduces obesity, protects the mucous membranes. It enhances intestinal barrier function. So it improves intestinal permeability and it decreases lipopolysaccharides, inflammation, and it improves tight junctions. It improves bone mineral density. It protects the lungs from cigarette smoke and lung inflammation. It increases endogenous antioxidant activities like superoxide dismutase, glutathione, and reactive oxygen species. And it increases gut microbial diversity, which is really important. So what would we use this for clinically? Obviously, we'd use it as an antibacterial, an antifungal, an antiparasitic, and an antiviral. We would also use it in autoimmune conditions like rheumatoid arthritis, MS, inflammatory bowel disease. Uh, We would use it in bile acid issues where we want to stimulate the gallbladder to make bile. Benign prostatic hyperplasia, cancer prevention, cardiovascular disease like atherosclerosis, heart failure, high cholesterol, heart arrhythmias. It's a vasorelaxant. You can use it in hypertension, abdominal aortic aneurysm, stroke, and myocardial infarction, ischemia reperfusion injuries. You can also use it for constipation, diabetes, obesity, and many other metabolic disorders. You can also use it for diarrhea, dysbiosis, dyslipidemia, gastric ulcers, 
gastroesophageal reflux, gout, helicobacter pylori, hepatitis, irritable bowel syndrome, that is either constipation or diarrhea dominant. You can use it in SIBO. Reducing inflammation in the gut. If you see high calprotectin on your stool analysis, it can help to lower that. It works for kidney stone prevention, leaky gut. It enhances memory, improves metabolic syndrome, micturition, mood disorders like depression and anxiety, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and liver fibrosis, neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, chronic pain, polycystic ovarian syndrome, renal ischemia, reperfusion issues, stomatitis, type 2 diabetes, thrombocytopenia, and traumatic brain injury. So many, many uh, uses. So a few uh, safety contraindications issues to discuss. I think I mentioned this earlier. You want to avoid it during pregnancy and lactation. Side effects are dose-dependent. The gut side effects tend to be abdominal pain, distension, nausea, vomiting, and constipation. That just means you're using too much. Also, it can uh, lower blood pressure, sometimes too much, because of the vasodilatory effects, dyspnea, and flu-like symptoms. All right, so I like a Berberine Select from Moss Nutrition. It's 500 milligrams per capsule. And the research shows a dose of 500 to 1,500 milligrams is the range, the target range. You want to use caution if you're taking more than one gram a day for more than three months. And it's best tolerated with food. Uh, the other product I recommend is called Immunoselect from Moss Nutrition. This has golden seal in it, which contains berberine, and it has a, a blend of antivirals. So I use this during cold and flu season and uh, take that a couple times a day for prevention. And then uh, two capsules three times a day when you feel like you're coming down with something. And then you just want to discontinue that product if you have any kind of ramping lung inflammation. And then uh, the third product I like that has berberine in it is called Parabotanic Select from Moss Nutrition. And I use this for gut infections, parasites, yeast, like candida, uh, bacteria, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, viruses in the gut, pretty much any kind of infection in the gut. It has uh, berberine and then also some other antimicrobial herbs. And I'll use this two twice a day for about four weeks. All right. If you want to read the full article on this, go to hedberginstitute.com and you'll see all the references listed at the bottom. There are 26 references for this article and podcast on berberine, so it's very well referenced. So would you like to improve your patient outcomes so you get more referrals and build the practice of your dreams? You can achieve this with the Hedberg Institute membership. 
The membership helps you master cases related to thyroid, gut health, autoimmune disease, hormones, infections, and more. I share with you all of my patient handouts, ebooks, therapeutic diets, protocols, and clinical pearls. And you'll get the most requested feature, which is weekly Zoom clinical rounds calls with me to go over your most difficult cases, questions, and labs. I'll help you navigate any case you need help with. Visit hedberginstitute.com to subscribe and use the coupon code HIMembership for one free month. So that's H as in Hedberg, I as in Institute, membership. That's coupon code HIMembership for one free month of the Hedberg Institute membership. Take care, and I will talk to you next time.